Chapter Ten of Facts and Fancies by Orpheus Everett. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Linda Marie Nielsen, Vancouver, B.C. Chapter Ten: Miles of cornfields, miles of stubble, telling of a garnered harvest. Goodly houses, barns, and orchards shady groves and sunny gardens herds of cattle hogs and horses plowmen turning dark brown furrows windmills lifting limpid water such the features of the landscape far and near in all directions changed how changed since first i saw this then unbroken boundless meadow oh the grandeur of that vision gazing then with boyish wonder on a world before undreamed of as i now dim-eyed recall it how i stood and looked and listened nature worshipped strong within me and the infinite around me drinking in the revelation of eternity and distance how i lost all sense of selfhood and my soul became ecstatic until i heard inspiring voices new mysterious solemn awful voices of the vast all not me the immensity of matter time and space then calling to me since that vision i have seen much much remembered much forgotten nothing though of life's experience now appears in stronger colors mid the shadows of its sunset or recalls sublimer feeling since i've looked upon old ocean in its many moods and aspects heard its voice when tempest tortured like the wail of a world's anguish listen to its gentle murmur when caressed by wooing zephyrs soft as dove notes and as soothing since have climbed high mountains reaching regions of eternal silence undisturbed save by the wings of unseen winds in rapid motion since have seen great armies meet in deadly conflict lines of battle blue and gray lines miles extending waiting while opposing cannon herald challenge and defiance watch the brave battalions forward now advancing now retiring now confused and now in order firing cheering cheering firing falling cursing groaning dying all the dreadful din of battle smoke and dust the front concealing streams of wounded flowing rearward soon appear many bleeding some begrimed and tattered only some on stretchers some on horses some by willing comrades aided far too many intermingled with alas poor human nature combatants who've lost their courage seeking shelter from war's fury 
and death's frightful horrid visage now a sudden silence startles by sharp contrast anxious watchers now again the battle rages on our left with greater fury now the right assails and now the centre moves en masse to slaughter twenty thousand men have fallen still the fight is heady louder louder roar the angry cannon louder the incessant rattle of innumerable rifles colors fall again uplifted by the living nearer deserted though the dead lie thick around them ambulances stretcher bearers surgeons chaplains all are busy yonder sits the great commander on his war-horse all attention sphinx-light still without emotion seeing through the clouds of battle visions of his country's glory no one knows what he is thinking now with due salute approaches an old corpse commander saying men are falling fast in front there shall i not withdraw my forces are they falling on the other side as many think you general is the answer prompt decisive such with him the only question such the portent of his presence such the tenor of his genius war means battle battle killing who can spare the greater number fighting to a finish will be victor in the end always to and from him anxious earnest horsemen flying hither thither do his bidding without shrinking often difficult and dangerous till at length the sun goes down on a great combat undecided welcomed by both hosts the darkness that divides them though to-morrow they shall meet again undaunted and sad sight for men or angels if there be such fabled beings i have seen the field of battle when deserted by the living strewn with dead men and the debris of a long destructive combat bravely fought by forces equal fought by men of mould heroic leaving memories immortal seen it when but dimly lighted by the sad moon half in shadow seen it when illuminated by the early morning sunbeams magnifying every feature of its ghastly presentation features time cannot efface nor memory refuse to mirror other scenes sublime or simple many many now confront me but as life's romantic story nears its close and fancy falters on its wings by age enfeebled this old vision of the prairies reappears in all its grandeur and again i feel the spirit of the universe around me and once more i hear the voices of the infinite all not me calling calling 
and i answer coming coming from and to thee end of chapter ten